the four-part teaching series, Deliverance, featuring Jennifer Martin. In this series, you'll learn what deliverance is, why it matters, and how you can lead others through it. And now, here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire. This is not a numbered episode, technically. Typically, I say episode whatever, but this is a new thing we're going to be doing, and it's going to be series and how Elijah's dreams with Steve Schultz, they do a little bit differently. They have a featured guest that comes back every week. It's the same, uh, and it could be episode whatever. So Wednesdays with Cat and Steve, we did intelligence briefing with Robin and Steve, and now we've got Johnny Enlow unfiltered on Elijah's dreams. But this, I really felt a burden to do something a little bit different, and it was very clear from the Lord. And I've talked to a lot of people about this, but some of you guys have not heard me say this yet, but I've very, very clear from the Lord. He's, he showed me what's happening, what's going to be happening in the near future. That could be tomorrow. It could be a couple of years from now, but it's near. And it's that there's going to be a massive influx of people coming to the Lord. There's also going to be a massive influx of believers, but have been awakened to the deeper things of the Lord. And they have no gauge for what these things are. And so he showed me, he said, I want you to start bringing on guests for three, four, five episodes. And I want you to focus on doing series. And the, the purpose of these is to equip the body of Christ, either new believers or longtime believers, to equip them for what I'm doing on this earth. And I was like, whoa, this is big. And so I'm just going to be obedient. And if we don't see the fruit of this for a couple of years, I'm just going to be obedient and diligent and people are still going to get fed as a result. So this is episode one of four. This is part one of four of Deliverance featuring Jennifer Martin. So it's going to be all about deliverance, what it is, how to do it, how do you know if you need deliverance, all of that. So whether you are a new believer, you're not a believer at all, or you've been a longtime believer and you felt a burden to start a deliverance ministry, whatever the case may be, this is going to be a great resource for you. And we're going to be compiling these into the playlist section on YouTube. So this will be once all four episodes are there, we'll just keep adding to it every single week. But once all four episodes are there, it'll say series one, deliverance featuring Jennifer Martin, series two, whatever that is, series three. So you'll have a nice resource there in the playlist section, and you can forward those playlists to people who need healing or quitting, whatever the case may be. So I'm very stoked. I'm very excited. Um, uh, oh, it is May 4th. As you know, I'm a big Star Wars fan. Got to represent Red Six here from A New Hope. Um, and yeah, so May the 4th. Star Wars fans, hello. You're welcome. Uh, and it's time to get delivered. If you need deliverance and healing and equipping, all that good stuff. So my guest today, some of you guys know her. A lot of you guys know her. Some of you don't, but she is. she's a, a revivalist. She's a gifted prophetic voice. She's also the co-founder of Contagious Love International. Let's welcome my guest today, Jennifer Martin. Hey. Hey, I'm yeah. so excited about today. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited. This was actually, honestly, I would say this was breathed from heaven, but it came out of your mouth. It was the last time you were on the show, you said I could even do a series on deliverance. And it was like bing, a I light bulb that. went off. It yeah, just spouts out before I have a chance to think about it. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly <laughs> what that feels like. Uh, <laughs> and when you're live too, you're like, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, okay. So for the people that don't know who you are, there's a lot of people on here that do know who you are. Mm -hmm. But for the people who don't know who you are, give a rundown of who you are and kind of how you got into deliverance. Well, my name is Jennifer Martin. I'm married and I have two teenagers ages 15 and 14 
And my husband and I have been in full-time ministry for 20 years. And it's called Contagious Love International. You can see the website link there below. Um, God called us to the nations. So we went to over 30 nations doing a lot of crusade and, you know, outreach to the poor. And we just love people. We just wanted to reach as many people as we could with the gospel of Jesus. And we saw him do healings and beautiful things, many salvations. Mm -hmm. um, my husband would move in a powerful word of knowledge, which was, a very signature thing that the Lord did when he would minister. But the thing was, I wasn't ready to minister on the front line. So my husband did all of the speaking, all of the prayer ministry usually. And sometimes I would pray for one person here and there, but I was always going, interceding in my prayer closet, wanting God to move, but I didn't want to be the one he was using to do things through. Like, I just wanted to hide. people. I'm gladly in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, don't call me to do anything. And if my husband said, Jennifer, do you have something from the Lord? I'd look at him and, you know, just terrified and like, no, no, don't hand me the microphone. <laughs> so a long process happened over the last 20 years. And slowly God started giving me these dreams and prophetic words through ministers and prophets that I was called to preach, that I was called to come to the front lines and all of these dreams. And God mm -hmm. was literally talking to me by his voice and dream saying, are you going to go up and answer the call that I've put on your life? Are you going to stand up? Are you going to go up or not? Like, what is your choice? And I could yeah. feel this bombardment of the Lord when it was time to say yes. Who knows that God is patient and he's long suffering and he's kind when he's calling you. But when the time to answer that call comes, you feel the push of the spirit. It's like when you're pregnant with a child, those of you that are women and you're nine months pregnant, you're ready to give birth, but it was like a slow process of that growing of the birth of the promise. But when it was time to get birth, to give birth, the contractions came, you know, the labor pains come and it's, you can't even stop it and it has to come forth. Mm -hmm. And I just feel that for someone right now, because when it was time for me to say yes, it was like a birthing of a baby. It had to come forth and there was this push and there was the sound of God and there was these words and there was this bombardment of heaven. And I could literally feel that if I didn't say yes to whatever it is he wanted me to do, I could feel the fear of the Lord mm. and not answering his call, mm. you know, because the gifts and the callings of God are without repentance. Mm -hmm. It tells us in Romans 11, 29, and you cannot turn from the call of God. You must answer the call of God. So the question is, what is that call? What is God saying? And do it. Yeah. So I finally said yes and began to, to minister and speak. Um, but it was last year when something happened to my husband and I, we started preaching on the streets during COVID 2020, all of our events got canceled and conferences got canceled and we were just hungry to preach the gospel. So we said, Hey, we've got a speaker with a microphone that rolls <laughs> and we can go out to the corner and preach. And literally this is what we did. And my husband, he, he kind of pioneered it and I would do it with him. We'd preach on the streets. We'd see people get healed. We'd see people get saved. Mm -hmm. We'd carry a cross out there and a fire lit on the inside of us to preach the gospel to this dark generation that is literally wanting to erase the commandments and Jesus mm -hmm. and God out of everything and out of our government and a burning fire lit inside of us. And at that moment we said, let's do a tent revival. And this was literally March last year, 2021. We started planning it. God just brought everything supernaturally for it to happen, which is just a whole nother story on itself. But we had the revival in April and God poured out 
those of you that have watched the Elijah Fire episodes with me and Jeff before, you know that God poured out at that tent a special outpouring anointing that we had never seen. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Deliverance started last year, April 25th, 2021. I did my first deliverance, full manifestation of demons. I didn't have a grid for it, didn't know how to do it, didn't know anything, but God trusted me. He did it. And we've been seeing it nonstop ever since. Now it traveling all like over that- America. It always seems like that's that's how, like that. Those are the best moves of God when you have no, no, you don't know what you're doing. You just have to completely follow the Lord. I, I just, I feel like those are kind of anything, not just a move of God, but anything that God is directing you to do. That you're like, uh, I'm not even gonna like. There's no room for me to be scared. I just need to focus on the Lord because yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. So I think that's great. Um, and then w- the thing that really surprised me in our first episode that you did with with us here on Elijah Fire was how you were talking about you were like I I didn't have any experience with deliverance and I think you just said that too and it was that was that's what was so surprising to me because by the time you'd been on our show you'd at least been doing it for a little while and I was surprised I was like I just assumed you'd done it since day one so yeah yeah, um, and the Holy Spirit trained and, and just taught me, you know, he, you have to trust God that the Holy Spirit leads you and guides you into all truth. And this mm-hmm. is the simple childlike faith you must have to step out in the things of God, mm-hmm. because you're not going to feel like you have it all together. You're not going to feel like you know everything. And in fact, I don't think you should feel that way. Yeah. I think you should trust in his ways are higher than yours and his thoughts are higher than mm-hmm. yours. And he knows what he's doing. And we just complete completely hundred percent trust in that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Amen. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for those that maybe are hearing the word deliverance for the first time outside of maybe that weird movie from the seventies or whatever that John Voight in it or something, I, there's a lot of, I didn't even for a long time, didn't even know what it was. That's, I was like, deliverance is in like that movie, that <laughs> creepy movie. Um, so what is, what is deliverance? Why does it matter? Deliverance matters because this is literally the reason, one of the main reasons Jesus was manifested and why he came onto the earth. So when we read in the Bible, um, Luke 4, chapter 18, the Lord says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, to set the prisoner free, to heal the brokenhearted, and to set the oppressed free. There are other versions that say to set the the captive free you know, free. And so when you think of uh, someone who is oppressed, someone who is in prison, and that the Lord said that he was anointed to come and set people free, this is deliverance. That's what that means. Deliverance means God wants to set you free. This move of deliverance is the love of the Holy Spirit. He's coming and he's setting people free because he is bringing judgment on the enemy that has bound people, that has made them sick, Think about the woman with the issue of blood for 18 years. And the Lord said, you know, Satan has bound this woman for 18 years. And why should she not be free now when she has come to him? And I know that those that call on the Lord right now, they are going to be set free. There is an anointing right now that's been released from the Lord. And he has answered the cries of his children that have been in captivity. If you've been oppressed I'm telling you, it's, it, this is just the hand of the Holy Spirit. It's the grace of God where we are right now. 
And Jesus came to set us free. And his plan is for people to be made completely whole. That means anything delivered of oppression, delivered of sickness, delivered of trauma, delivered of demonic spirits, delivered, set mm. free. This is God's plan. And in John 3, verse 8, 1 John 3, 8, it says, For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Mm. Like Jesus is serious. He's bringing judgment on the demonic spirits. And when his children cry out for freedom, he is going to answer them. Mm. He wants his people free. And I mean, there is such a burden in my heart. Mm -hmm. And all I do is cry. Just thinking about it makes me cry. So I'm going to yeah. try to hold it together so I'm not like weepy voice. But I feel the burden of God right now. I yeah. feel his desire and passion to set people free. And I know this is him. It's his mm. heart. It's, it's not because I've prayed enough, fasted enough. It's not because I did enough things. God descended on the answer to answer the prayers of his, the cries of his children. Just like when Moses was sent as a deliverer to the children of Israel, you know, and, and the Lord said to Moses, the cries of my children have come up before me. So therefore, I am calling you forth, Moses, as a deliverer to go to Egypt, go to the place of bondage and set my people free. Tell Pharaoh, let my people go. Tell them I am sent you. Tell them the Lord most high, I am that I am, has sent you to proclaim deliverance to those mm. that are bound. Yeah. And I think I made this point before. But we are in a very significant season that points to that same storyline. America was founded in 1621 with the Plymouth Rock landing. And in 2021, 400 years later is when this deliverance anointing dropped. Not just on me. Jeff, it's been dropped on many ministries. Have yeah. you been noticing? Like, Oh, the, yeah. It's everywhere. So yeah. no one person should be owning this. This should be the fear of the Lord should be on this. Like mm. this is God. Absolutely. And you can go to many places to get deliverance, guys. And you're, some of you are going to get deliverance right here on this live stream because I've been seeing it happen on live streams. <laughs> oh, People yes. coughing up stuff. What is going on? Yeah. This is yeah. the Holy Ghost. I mean, yeah. and I love it. Yeah. But I want to say something. 400 years that the people cried to the Lord and then God said, I'm choosing to send a deliverer. And he said, I'm sending Moses. And I said, oh my goodness, it's been 400 years in America. The people have cried. 2020 was it. That was the final straw. And the church woke up. We all cried out for deliverance. And the next year, God sends a deliverance anointing. Mm -hmm. That can't be coincidence. Right. And so it's it, it, it's a topic that keeps coming up even on this show specifically mm -hmm. is, and I just said, I said um, on Monday's show, I said, this is the season for deliverance within the body yeah. of Christ. Right. And it's, you know, starts, I feel like a lot of this is starting with us. If we're going to participate in this move of God, then we need to get to where the Lord needs us to be. And some of us need that, the, the, that baggage taken off of us. Um, those strongholds that we had in our lives, we need those broken. That's right. Um, and so, um, just to kind of segue, because people, we do have visual aids. We do have video clips that we want to play. Hopefully that will you know, be a great springboard, Jennifer, for you and, and whatever. But we do have one. And I really felt like we should we should play this one first is it's a woman that was 
that was delivered of anxiety. And that's something that I've, everybody, you know, that that's a topic that has come up time and again for good reason, because there's a lot of people being gripped by anxiety right now. And a lot of you have been told, this is who you are. You're just an anxious person. This is just accept that this is who you are. Here's some medication to, to alleviate the, the anxiousness. And so, yeah, I don't know if there's anything else you want to set up with this video before we play it. Well, anxiety can be a spirit. So people need to know that. Mm -hmm. And it usually comes through trauma. It usually comes through a history in the person's life where they fell out of control. Um, it often comes through abuse. So if there is anxiety, there can often be other spirits as well that mm -hmm. open the door for that spirits of abuse, um, like Jezebel, there's others that try to come in and abuse. And then through that abuse, panic, fear, anxiety, many things can enter in. So I just yeah. wanted to mention that it can be a demonic spirit yeah. and you should not tolerate it. Yeah. Amen. All right. So go ahead and play video eight. First off, I've been a Christian my entire life, um, been a believer, and I've always knew I had spirits of fear, um, anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts. And a lot of this stems from a lot of trauma, but from pregnancies, from my uh, nine-year-old, which I almost died with after. And then I had a 23 week weaker in 2019, and then I'm, I'm pregnant right now. Um, the night that I came to the meeting, I just felt like I was going to be delivered. I knew I had to be here. Um, but even up until on the altar, the enemy started playing tricks with my head and, oh, no, you're not going to be delivered. I wanted to go back to my seat, but there, I could not move. Oh, when I got delivered, I got back up a different person. I don't have fear. Um, I don't have depression. I don't have anxiety. And I know that I'm free. Mm, man, I like putting together these videos, especially that one. I just got really choked up because I just so much power in that. And maybe it's because that one hit closer to home for me because that's something that I was delivered of. Um, and I'm just so grateful to the Lord that he's, I, I walk in that victory and that mm -hmm. she can too. And that anybody who's dealing with that, you can as well. So she was so impacted by that. She brought her family back the next week. They continued to come Amazing. Um, every single I'm yeah. it's hitting me right now. But well, and that's every what's single happening. story is just beautiful. Well, it sounds like from what you've told me that that happens a lot where people have an experience like that and then they'll bring other people, friends or family. Yeah, yeah. we had a guy delivered of a major violent anger spirit. I don't know if I sent you guys that video or not, but he it was so violent. I could feel it wanting to rip me apart. And if you mm. don't know who you are in Christ, like literally these demons will lynch you. Mm. So you have to know your authority because he said he could feel them wanting to attack, but but his body couldn't move. But so instead they were punching the ground with like this anger and screaming and cursing me and growling and trying to get me to back off, but I'm not going to back off. But see, they want to try to intimidate, 
but I will not back off because that person needs to be free. And God's yeah. love for that person is stronger than any other demonic force. And nothing will stop me for fighting for someone's freedom. Mm -hmm. And he got completely free. And then the next week he, he drove, he was from Ohio. He drove all the way back home and brought another guy with him that needed deliverance. And then his friend mm -hmm. gets deliverance the next week. Come on. And then they go back home and, um, they, they get a group and like two more people and they bring them. And I said, this is real revival when mm -hmm. people get encounters and then they want to drive eight hours to come back. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. That says a lot about what happened for them. That's amazing. You know? That's amazing. That's the de Is that the demon of rage? Yeah. Well, that that's a guy? different one. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. I'm trying to remember. Was it the spirit of death? Uh, or nope. was it the, I may not have sent it to you. Maybe you didn't. No, we got a lot of them. Though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's so many stories and we only capture a few of the deliverances. We can't capture all of them. And some of them I don't feel led to capture sure. because the people is they're such in an intimate place. Um, so, yeah, it's just beautiful what God is doing. Um, and it's spreading, you know, that was at the church. That is where we went after it started at the tent. So many of you just saw the hashtag filled of dreams, tent revival. That's where it started in April, 2021 went every night. We went for a month, every night deliverance happened every night. Then we transferred to a church because our release was up on the land. So then we met at that church where you just saw that video every Friday night till last November when God flipped everything and now revival's on the road, which we've shared about right here. You guys can find that one right here on Elijah Fire. It tells all about what we saw on the road and this deliverance is happening. And now my schedule is full for 2022. Did I tell you? It's completely no. <laughs> filled up and we're already booking 2023. <laughs> Come on. I was like, people, you have to get on it. Like God is moving. It's, I don't even call one person. It's literally the Lord. That's amazing. Yeah. It's That's him. amazing. Well, the thing that I love about what God is doing in regards to deliverance is there's so much focus and it, it, it can emphasis on look how evil the world is. Look how dark mm -hmm. and oh, mm -hmm. such darkness. Oh, mm -hmm. and then dread. So many people in the body of Christ are experiencing dread and, mm -hmm. and they shouldn't be. And, and this is really just peeling the, the veil, or, you know, ripping the veil open uh, on this and being like, guys, the, the demons are subject, subjected to the name of Jesus. Like there's mm -hmm. so much power in the blood of Jesus. And it's, like that darkness pales in comparison um, and to, to who Jesus is. And mm -hmm. so that's what I love is there's been so much emphasis on that within the body of Christ of like the, the world's going to hell in a handbasket, which I just hate. I hate when people say that I'm like, like guys, we're the body of Christ. Like there's yeah. so much to be excited about and joyful about. And the fact that people are being set free and, mm -hmm. and experiencing true joy, Amen. true joy in the Lord as a result. Like, come on. Like, yeah. it's a, amazing. Your morning amazing. shall be turned into dancing. You know, your yeah. weeping shall be rejoicing. If yeah. you think about the scripture in Isaiah 60 that talks about arise and shine, your light has come, mm -hmm. you know, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. And it says, gross darkness covers the people, it covers the earth, but my light shall be seen on you. So we need to understand there is a scriptural promise that when darkness covers the earth, the light of God is going to be seen on his people. And that's what's happening right now. Yeah. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. Yeah. So I guess a big question, which I mean, you've kind of answered is, can a believer have a demon? Absolutely. Yeah. And I have answered this on other episodes, but many people are new. So mm -hmm. we'll real quickly summarize this. Um, I would say 99.99% .99 of the deliverances have been on believers. I believe that deliverance is for God's people. I believe the unbelievers get delivered after they come to Christ. Mm. They come to Christ, then Christ sets them free of the demonic spirits. Mm. If you think about how Mary Magdalene encountered Jesus first, there had to have been some kind of altercation that took place that caused her to open up to him in the first place where she wanted to be free of those seven demons that he cast out. Yeah. I doubt very seriously that he just walked up and cast out demons. And the reason I know that is because the character of Jesus shows that throughout the Gospels, we see Jesus going up and asking people questions such as, what do you want me to do for you? Right? Or this, the blind man calling out, son of David, have mercy on me after Jesus already passed by him, obviously seeing that he was blind. Mm -hmm. It's not like the Lord didn't know. He could feel when a woman was pressing in and touching the hem of his garment in right. a crowd. How could he have not known there was a blind guy there, yet he passes by? What does this say? God is looking for people that press in, that are hungry. Jesus wants those to come after him. Then when they come after him, they believe on him, they get set free. Mm -hmm. So Mary Magdalene believed either he spoke to her about who he was, maybe like the, at the, the woman at the well had that encounter. Jesus prophesied to her about how many husbands she had. And she said, this is the Christ and goes and tells her whole city. So Mary Magdalene must have had some kind of encounter with the Lord. She yeah. believes on him. Now she wants freedom. And he goes, because you want freedom, I'll set you free. Cast mm -hmm. out the seven demons out of her. So first they're believers, then they get delivered. And the reason this is, is because um, Jesus specifically tells us when an unclean spirit goes out of a person, it will come back to see if the house has been swept clean. Yep. And if the house has not been filled, and we understand that to be filled with the Holy Spirit, filled becoming born again, becoming a new believer, filled with the Holy Spirit. If the house is not filled, it says it will go and get seven worse demons and come back. So why would it be the wisdom of the Lord to cast demons out of unbelievers for them to turn around, go back to the sin, and then seven times worse comes upon them? Mm -hmm. The Lord would not do that, but mm -hmm. he will deliver people that want freedom. Now, but they're filled with the Holy Spirit. How could they have an evil spirit in them? Yeah. This is the question I get all the time. I said, yep. you know what? I was just going to ask it. Yeah. I had the same question and I'm going to tell you what I know yeah. to be true. So when we cast out demons by their own admittance, they hide in the body. They are not in the spirit of a person. When a demon enters in through sin, through trauma, through rebellious behavior, whatever it is, they enter in and they feel the body. They don't cohabitate with the Holy Spirit. So that's why there's a lot of physical manifestation, right? right? The demon is in the body. They, okay. they literally would say, I'm in the brain. I'm in the organ, you know, like a certain organ. I'm in the stomach. They'll confess where they are. They're in the body. They're not in the spirit. So people need to understand something. When you get born again, Jesus said you must be born again, not of flesh, but of spirit. Mm. So when you're born again of the spirit, your spirit becomes a new creation. And you can be filled with the Holy Spirit in your spirit. 
But that is the temple of the Holy Spirit is that place. It's your spirit man. Let me explain a little bit further. When you die and go to heaven, you shed your body. Your spirit goes to be with the Lord. So the Holy Spirit actually abides in your spirit man, not just your body. People think the Holy Spirit is filling their body when they feel, when the Holy Spirit fills the temple, it's the temple of the Holy Spirit. It's the new spirit man Hmm. because the Holy Spirit doesn't go where there's darkness, sin, He doesn't habitate there. He's pure and holy. He has to abide in a holy, clean, sanctified person. Mm. And that happens through the blood of Christ. So the Holy Spirit comes upon the receiving of the blood of Christ, the cleansing of the person, the born again person. But if they have wounds and trauma and things in their life that have not been cleaned yet by the Holy Spirit, then there could be demons also in that body. Mm-hmm. But it's two different places. A demon cannot be where the Holy Spirit is, yet they can both be in a body. Mm. Awesome. Okay, so, so I you, hope that explains. Yeah, and actually, I guess kind of to dovetail into that, we actually have a question from the chat from B. Spirel. Spirel I apologize if I'm saying your name wrong. Whoever you are, you know who you are. It says, does someone have to be in agreement to want to get the demon out to be delivered? And you talked about this a little bit in the past, but I think it's worth addressing again it sure does help speed it up yeah yes the demon might start manifesting and if a person wants freedom and they're like yes this is what i came for i want freedom man that demon can come out within 30 seconds to a minute Mm -hmm. and those are my favorite i highly recommend (laughs) you being ready and hungry for your deliverance yeah then we've got the people that oh they didn't know they had a demon a demon's manifesting because of the anointing because they don't like me you know and they don't like my team So they manifest, you know, and scream and start whatever, doing all these things. And then we're going to cast the demon out. And if the person, I guess, is not ready or maybe doesn't really know or they're scared or they're or they're wavering in their mind and they think they don't know if it's them or what's going on with their body. And there's a lot of confusion going on. It can take us a while to minister and kind of coach, if you will, that person into yielding to the Holy ghost. So the demon can come out. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's renouncing of things, uh, that is the stronghold that has to be taken care of. And the Holy spirit will highlight, or sometimes the demon will confess by its own admits what it is doing and the assignment it has on their life. And then we can easily go to the root, have the person renounce what it is. And then we tell the demon it now has to leave. Yeah. So yeah, being hungry and being open is the best way to get quick freedom. Well, and the thing too, that you said, because that last time on when you were on the show, that was kind of a big light bulb for me is because I was told, no, you can only pray for people if they're compliant. If they say, yes, I want the demon out. But sometimes you're praying, like you were saying, People don't know they have a demon. They start manifesting under the anointing or yeah. you pray for a, a, somebody who actually has a demon in them. And then the, you're able to address the per, the real person in there and say, hey, do you want freedom? Because right. I was always told, nope, you can only pray. You can only cast out a demon um, or you can only pray for somebody to, to be delivered of a demon. If they say, hey, I have a demon. You need to get it out of me. But when I, when, while I was listening to you explaining all of that, I was like, oh yeah, I guess that doesn't really make sense because 
of course the demon's not going to be like, hey, you know, like the demon's not going to want to be. They hide. Yeah. Most people don't know they have demons. Yeah. We spirit filled people can have demons. People that pop, they talk in tongues one second, manifesting a demon the next second. But the mm. Holy Ghost is helping them get delivered of their demons. The Holy Ghost is there filling them to deliver them of the demons. Mm. This is His job is to set people free. His job is to judge the world. Yeah. We've read it, to judge the enemy. So part of the job of the Holy Spirit is to bring judgment upon those demons that have come in the person's life. Yeah. And He is the most fervent person you will see that wants to see people free. I mean... I don't have to do anything. The Holy Ghost is ready to set that person free. But we'll have people come and tell us, I didn't know I had demons. They start manifesting during the revival. Mm. And then they they didn't even know, but they're manifesting. But they're like, they're ready for freedom because that thing is coming out. And we see it happen over and over and over again. I would say only 1% maybe are not ready. Most people are ready. They're coming. And whatever God wants, they they want to have it. And anybody that loves the Lord, when the Holy Spirit, if you're yielded to the Holy Spirit and you just love him, then you trust him. But if there's something you need freedom from, you don't need to know all the answers. Just say, Lord, if there's anything I need freedom from, set me free. Mm -hmm. And when you come with a humble heart, the Holy Spirit will take care of you. Because a lot of people get stuck in, oh, no, I need to know if I got to dig to see if I have a demon. And you don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. You can trust the Holy Spirit. Yeah, it's sort of just like if you need to be delivered of something, in my experience, Correct me if I'm wrong, but in my experience, when you need to be delivered of something, especially if you're in right standing with the Lord, mm-hmm. it when God's presence hits, it's just like there it is, you know, Amen. like Amen. and and something we were talking about before the show, and I think this is worth highlighting because there are some people that maybe have some unnecessary kind of like, oh, do, do I have it? Do I need it? Like, but I didn't manifest. So maybe I wasn't delivered. And, and I, I didn't have, I didn't manifest like that. I all I did was cried, but uh, tell me what you were saying to me before the show about even just crying when, yes. when, yeah. Is that a form of deliverance? It is. Crying can be a form of trauma coming out. Um, sometimes we'll see trauma come out first and then we'll see demons even yeah. come on the tail end of that and manifest. I I saw somebody crying, literally, they came up to me, grabbed my hand. I could see the desperation in their face and I didn't have to do anything. I looked at them and I said, Jesus wants you to lay right here and rest your head on his lap and let his love touch you. And Mm -hmm. I just knew it. And I said, here, here. And I, I rolled up one of our blankets that are soft that we use to cover people. And I put it on the ground and she laid on it. And the second she did, the anointing hits her. She goes into deep wailing and weeping and pain wow. coming out of her, which is and can be demonic spirits leaving that is attached to pain. So pain comes out. A spirit of pain can manifest that way. A spirit of trauma. But on the tail end of that, after 10 minutes of weeping, all of a sudden she starts violently manifesting hmm. and pounding the ground and screaming with this manly deep voice and it's hurt. And it's literally was the root of where that pain came in. It started manifesting and that demon started manifesting. And so I see that that is what I'm sorry. I'm thinking about what I want to say. That is a major way people get free. They can get free through coughing, through all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. You can burp, you can throw up. 
uh, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, yawning, coughing, crying. Yeah. See, yawning. That's an interesting one. Um, yeah, because I've I, I was telling you before the show that I've for a while I was like, oh, I don't think I've ever I've led anybody through deliverance. But then I realized I have. But it just didn't because in my mind I had worked out deliverance means demonic manifestation, like mm -hmm. growling and slithering on the ground and whatever. And yes, that is a part of it, but also the crying I've, I've led people through deliverance and they, they just start weeping, you know? Yes. So realizing, Oh, that I actually have, um, can laughter be a form of deliverance? Is that, or is that just a manifestation of the Holy spirit? Absolutely. It can, it can be both of those. Oh, okay. Sometimes people laugh and then they get freedom. There is two different kinds of laughter. There is mocking. If, if there's an enemy that laughs, that's mockery, mm -hmm. but you can tell, you can feel it. And then there's like Holy Spirit laughter is true joy. Yeah. It's common sense. It just sounds yeah. like somebody's happy and they're truly filled with joy. And sometimes in that, God is setting them free. Sometimes deep trauma and pain can be getting healed. A merry heart does good like a medicine. Like the Bible says. Mm -hmm. So yeah, absolutely. Amen. Amen. So uh, there was a story you were telling about that woman that you had roll up thing. Lord just wants you to lay, lay in his lap. Yes. But there was a video. I'm sure it wasn't. I don't think it was the same one, but there's a video of a woman in a pink coat and she's actually laying in your lap, resting her head in your lap. Oh yeah. And I yes. thought that one was amazing. So let's just play video number three really quick. It's like a minute long. another one happening right behind me that yeah. Might, yeah she started manifesting and getting healed she was up there at the altar call so while i'm ministering to one i can often minister to another that's happened quite a few times where yeah. god has me facilitate and kind of watch in the spirit over multiple healings a bit like uh like the circling the plates or spinning the plates you got all yes. the uh the plates spinning but you also have a team that it, now that helps you kind of I do with the whole thing. Yes, we have at least four to five on any given trip or deliverance school that can all minister deliverance as, as much as I can. So the, yeah. they had anointing moves through them as well. They have words of knowledge. They God shows them what demons sometimes they call it out. They've seen mm -hmm. the deaf here. They've seen people get healed of things as the demons come out. It's really powerful what God is doing. Mm. Amazing. Yeah. 
So, um, but with this video in particular, do you remember the context of what she was going through? Or sometimes do you not even know? You're just like, hey, I the Lord. I didn't know. I didn't yes. know. I could feel some trauma and I believe maybe some abuse or something in the past. Mm -hmm. But with her, all I did was go and lay my hand on her and just begin to minister. And the Holy mm. Spirit just began to touch her. And he, he does it. He, if somebody wants deliverance, when I lay hands on them, the anointing begins to move and they start getting free of whatever it is. And is, if they're open to the Lord, God will pull it out, whether it's deep-rooted pain, mm -hmm. areas that need to heal, maybe you know, souls can get broken and God mends the soul, you know? And then yeah. sometimes it's demonic spirits that need to come out. And often what I'll pray is not so intelligent. Sometimes what I pray is, Lord, whatever they need, just give mm. it to them. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. Like it's literally what I pray over every person yeah. or whatever they need. You're the only one that really knows. And mm -hmm. I'm asking you to give it to them. And then when I pray these things, either they start weeping or demons start manifesting or whatever it is. Yeah. Well, I loved that. I wanted to include that one because it is just her weeping. It's just her crying, mm -hmm. you know? And I thought that it was really profound too, that like often it's just, I don't know if, I think maybe when we get to heaven, we'll understand a little bit better. Just what exactly was happening in the spirit with her in your lap and you know you weren't you were just praying mm -hmm. more i guess yeah. more general it wasn't very specific well we were standing up at first and i'm praying for her and then the, you know she starts to deep weep and she's going forward and i'm kind of like praying and she's going forward and then her whole body she just like goes limp mm. and just like collapses from the crying and she just you know it's just like was so deep that part we didn't i didn't clip out but it was beautiful and like she began to fall and so i was trying to catch her and we fell together and i had to protect her from hitting her head and so that's how we ended up wow so she wow. she fell and i was catching and i went back with her and then and then i caught her and i have her in my arms and then i just gently kind of let her lay in my lap because she's mm. in the middle of weeping and i never want to disturb that place i don't care if i have to sit you know upside down <laughs> i mean I will literally, I have been, my legs have gone to sleep so many times that I cannot tell <laughs> uh, I, you. Yeah, I would imagine. Because if you move in that moment when they're deeply connecting with the Lord and you move their body when mm -hmm. it's not a good moment to do that, yeah. it can actually disrupt their deliverance. Mm -hmm. And I've learned okay. this by seeing it happen. So I never okay. want to cause a disruption. So sometimes I'll be on my knees, kneeling by someone, casting demons out of them or ministering to their heart or whatever it is. And my legs will literally go to sleep, but mm -hmm. I can't move because sometimes their head will lean over onto my knee or some, or, or will be really near. And even me shifting position can cause them to snap out of it. I've done it. I've literally shifted position and the person will go <laughs> and stop. Oh. Like, and I was like, oh no. You yeah. know, and bring it back, Lord, please. I know. I was yeah. like, oh no. So yeah. I learned like there's a beautiful place in the spirit. It's not what they're encountering is not in the physical flesh realm. It's mm -hmm. in the spirit realm. So if yeah. you activate anything like almost in the flesh realm, I don't know how to explain it. It distracts. Yeah. 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 Just a disruption of the body even. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I guess it makes sense. You know, mm -hmm. so I'll literally uh, let people lay on me while they're snotting, crying. I've had snot all over my pants, all over my clothes, all over my shoulder. Have I don't you had care. anybody puke on you? <laughs> Thankfully, no. 
okay, thankfully yeah, no. But it happens, I'll, you know, it's, you know. But I've caught plenty of it with, with tissues. Oh, nice. And I'll wipe people's face, you know, because it's taking care of them in the moment of where they're at. And love looks like something. Love yeah. takes care of people. Well, and that's the interesting thing too, is like the whole vomiting thing. Cause that's, I've never, when, I got delivered of something and it didn't, I didn't vomit, but all of a sudden I got sick to my stomach. Mm. And as, as they were praying, all of a sudden I, I burped. Um, mm -hmm. I burped three times actually. Um, mm -hmm. so yeah, that was, the, it's just a very interesting thing to see how the body reacts, reacts right. to things like that. Right. There's different, and, and a lot of, we don't understand this, but I know demons get embedded into tissue. They really, mm. they, they, they wrap around things and I don't know how to explain it other than I just know by the Holy spirit, he'll literally highlight and say, tell that demon to get off their spine and tell it to unwrap and come out. And I'll literally start saying it. And then their back starts moving wow. because the thing is coming off of their back and coming yeah. out. And there's like recently under the tent anniversary, we just did a four day to commemorate yeah. what began last year, that. a four day tent revival just to celebrate the one year anniversary. And there was a, a girl there. I'm ministering to her and praying for her. And it wasn't highlighted to me in the very beginning. She'd already gotten some deliverance of some demons, including depression and lots of things. And she was coughing them out. There wasn't spit. There wasn't vomit. She was coughing. Mm -hmm. um, and that's one way that it looses as well. But I saw something wrapped around her back and I didn't know what it was. And I told it to, to unwrap and loose and come out. And after I said that, her whole back started arching and moving. Wow. And then she coughs it out. And she message, she messages us in the ministry like the day, the next day or the day after. And she told me, I didn't know this. She had scoliosis. So Whoa. a demon that was causing scoliosis, it's caused by a spirit. Wow. Had to come out of her and the Lord showed it and highlighted it to me so that she could be free. She got multiple deliverance. Um, but that's just one uh, situation there where I saw them wrapped around things. Sometimes people cough up blood. And wow. people say, well, that oh, should be a something, some weird sign. No, it's because the demon was embedded either in their stomach tissues or in their lung tissues or mm -hmm. in their nose. Like uh, somebody that was a drug addict that snorted drugs, yeah. the demons will come out of their nose. Okay. So when I'm praying yeah. over them, stuff just starts coming out of their nose. I've seen that actually. Yes. It's yeah. the craziest thing I've ever seen. And sometimes it's blood. Yeah. So don't become alarmed if this happens. That means the demon has literally come out of the tissues and caused bleeding while it was coming out. Now, you know? a question I have is if you're praying for deliverance for somebody, and I had somebody telling me a story one time about how they were praying for deliverance for somebody. And all of a sudden, like they felt a heavy demonic presence and their nose started bleeding. Can you manifest things? Or is that maybe a sign that you need deliverance from something too? They started bleeding while they were doing yeah, deliverance. Yeah, they started. So I don't know. When I think about it, I'm like, maybe they needed deliverance too. I mean, I don't, I don't know about that because yeah. I've never had any problems yeah. as far as things. Yeah, so it's very maybe possible. they did. Maybe they just had a nosebleed. Maybe they yeah, just got possible. their, maybe their blood pressure went too high and they yeah. have thin skin in their nose. So maybe yep. it wasn't demonic. Maybe it's just something that happened. But no, there shouldn't be any kind of attack yeah. going on with the deliverance minister at all unless there are open doors.
Okay. So I highly recommend do yeah. not even attempt to do deliverance if there is any place in your life where you feel you are compromised or walking in sin or iniquity that you know you need to repent of. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it can be even bitterness, unforgiveness. It could be you're mad at your friend, you're mad at your brother or whatever. You know, don't do deliverance if you have anything in your heart. The Bible says if you know that someone is offended at you or if you have something in your heart against someone, it says do not even bring your gift to the Lord. Jesus tells us, like, don't even bring your tithes and offerings. If you have offense in your heart or if your adversary, if there's an enemy against you that they've been offended by you, he said, go and make it right first with that person, then come back and offer your gift to the Lord. So I just want to say that people want to go into deliverance. Please don't attempt to go into deliverance unless you feel like your heart is right. Yeah, it's not a game. It is not a game to be played with. It is not. I, I would never, I didn't even want to or attempt to do it until, until I knew that my life was right with the Lord and, you know, the Lord started it in my own life, but I actually started getting hungry for it before it happened. And God was preparing me that it was going to happen because he started actually dropping a hunger for deliverance in me. And I'd never, I had never been hungry for it before. I knew it was a thing, but it was nothing I was passionate over. But God will prepare you if you're called to do it. Um, I think everybody should be doing it. I think God wants everyone to do it, but I just don't think everyone should do it. Mm. (laughs) You know, (laughs) unless they're really anointed to do it because I wouldn't want to see people go under attack. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's something that's like, don't force something to happen is like a rule of thumb with anything that mm-hmm. uh, has to do with God. Like, right. obviously there's certain things in the Bible that says to do, go pray, lay hands on the sick, mm-hmm. all that stuff. But mm-hmm. in terms of seeking like, no, I want a deliverance ministry. That's what I want. Um, right. I just don't, I wouldn't feel comfortable being like, Hey God. Okay. Do bend to my will, do what I do, what I want to do. I think that that's, yeah, I right. think, um, it's important. Um, mm-hmm. oh, there was something else I was going to say. I was going to ask about because I thought it was important. So if it, Holy Spirit, remind about me. About how people are delivered? Yeah, it was something about that, but it was something specifically about, um, oh, yes, thank you. Uh, it was about being rough with people. Mm. And I thought that was a really important thing to to make note of because that you mentioned it before but it's worth mentioning again about like you don't need to be rough with people when you know i've seen ministers before where they're just like really rough with people that are Mm -hmm. that are manifesting and i'm Mm -hmm. like like be be rough with the demon in the spirit like don't be rough with the person in the physical Right. right because the person can still be aware of what's happening Mm-hmm. Some people completely check out. You can ask them later and they're blacked out. They didn't even know they got deliverance. Oh, wow. And that's when the demon was fully manifested. Um, but when the person is still aware, like they tell me like this, it's like they're watching a movie in the back of their body. Like they, they tell me different things where they feel like they're, they're with Jesus. They're with the Holy spirit. They're comforted. They can see what's happening. They, they, they know the words coming out of their mouth. They know it's not them. They know it's a demon speaking, but the point is they're aware and they can see me. They can see, they can hear me. So if I'm like coming at them, like they're getting that visual as much as the demon is. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I am rough because it is a full presented demon, but I, I can tell the different, not rough as in physical roughness, but like intense, like, yeah, 
Like, yeah. You'll see my face and the oh, finger yeah. goes up I've and I'm it. serious and I'm yeah. not kidding when the finger goes up. So you better yeah. listen here. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it cracks me because you'll have the microphone. You're like, answer me. And you're like really, really intense. I okay. So that one with the spirit of death, uh, that, that this is, th that one is interesting because I said, I said, be quiet. Tell, then I said, answer me. <laughs> Yeah. And so what I was doing was rebuking this demon started speaking in demonic tongues. And I knew it because I could feel the demon was sometimes they'll try to call for help or strengthen themselves in the spirit while you're casting them out. And so you can't allow them to speak. So I was telling the demon, be quiet. And then I was telling it to answer my question, but not to speak. So it didn't make any sense because I was like, be quiet, talk. Yeah. <laughs> be quiet, answer. So yeah. people laugh at me because they're like, it's so funny sometimes the, the, the interactions that happen. Um, but who knows? You need a little bit of humor in all this because uh -huh. it's intense. But well, I Have you say, ever laughed at a demon? Like something a demon said that you were like, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard? After, yeah. But during, no, I'm too mad. Okay. I'm too mad that it's there. I want it out. I want it gone. I want it away from the person as quickly as possible. I don't want to waste time with it, you know. So that's why I often don't say, what's your name? Why are you here? How long you've been here? And I just, I'm just ready to cast the demon out because it's like this person's been tormented they for years. They want to be free. Like uh -huh. deliverance is not a sideshow. Yeah. We don't need to make it a circus sideshow and like, let's, let's, you know, parade the demons around and show everybody the demons. Although I do believe that people need to see that demons are real. Yeah, so I, I will give it that. And maybe sometimes I'll allow the demon to speak for a minute, for a second, to show people that's a demon speaking. They need to see that. But we shouldn't go on and on and on and on and start like talking and talking and talking and doing. No, just yeah. cast it out. It's obvious it's a demon. Cast it out. There are other people there waiting for deliverance. And you're spending an entire 30 minutes on one demon. You know, get the demon out. You've got a hundred other people waiting for you. That's the kind of way I think about it. Because people need freedom. And I'm like, yeah. I don't have time to waste on one spirit when there is like lots of people that need deliverance. And people can hear the screaming. They know the demons are real. They can hear the manifestation. They don't need more than that. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I just remembered there was one video that we wanted to show towards mm -hmm. the end. And that's video nine of the woman in the blue shorts. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know if there's anything you want to set up with that one before we show it. Yeah, this is going, this is talking about believers that have demons and they don't know it. Yeah. Um, so this is a woman who is in ministry. I'm pretty sure she's done deliverance. Um, I'm not sure specifically what that looked like for her, but she was very full of the Holy Spirit, loves God, prophetic, you know, very mm -hmm. hungry for God and yet had demons hiding in her that she was unaware of that manifested because of the anointing during praise and worship within the first five minutes wow. of the revival night, wow. the demons in her were screaming at the front. And I wow. literally had to, st we didn't stop worship, but we literally in the middle of worship time, I had to do this deliverance at the very beginning of the meeting. Mm. Okay. Well, go ahead and play video nine. Hi, my name is Maggie. I am a Holy Ghost filled glory of the Lord carrier. I sit in the secret place every day. Say stand up. Now. Help. What did you do to this woman? I tried to kill her. I see one die. 
The Bible says the enemy came to steal, kill, and destroy. What are you, murder? <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. I've had some deliverance in the past and have been under the assumption that everything was completely gone. When we got here tonight, I just wanted to just literally throw myself up there at the front and at the cross because there have been some um, emotional wounds and some uh, recent traumas with um, the death of my father. There's been just some emotional things uh, attached to that, some brokenheartedness and things like that, but I was not expecting um, like the whole crew and the strong man um, to, to come up and out. I uh, was not expecting that at all. Once I got up there at the front, it was like whatever this is that's bothering me or hindering me or kind of like holding me hostage from going further in my walk and in, in my own ministry, like take it. Say we, we go, go to, to the pit. Now, the level of deception from the enemy is so thick and so great and so deep like that there are people walking around not knowing and not realizing that they have strongholds and they have unclean spirits and they think they're fine i mean i literally sit in his glory every single day I would just encourage everybody <laughs> that thinks that they're good, just throw, throw yourself at his feet and make sure. I feel, I feel I'm totally free. Um, I thought I was free, <laughs> you know, when I got here, uh, but this is a whole nother level of freedom. Um, literally like who the sun sets free is free indeed. There's, the Lord has been promising me a joy, an unspeakable joy. And I've been in the closet for days saying, God, you promised. You know, I don't understand what I'm doing wrong. I had no idea that I had those in there. And so now, <laughs> now I understand what he was saying, that there's an unspeakable joy coming because like there's, the, there's nothing standing in the way. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm free. Amazing. Amen. Amazing. So there's an example there. She said that she came to throw herself at the feet of Jesus. And mm -hmm. I, she had been at the revival for eight to nine weeks. She was there at the beginning oh, wow. of the tent. She yeah. was attending weekly when we transferred over to the church. And I asked her after that deliverance, I said, what was it about tonight that you got deliverance when people have been getting delivered every week here? Like, why tonight? She said, when I came here tonight, she said, I was so desperate to be set free in my life. She said, I threw myself at the feet of Jesus. Wow. And she did because the second, the first note was played during worship. She was over there weeping, worshiping mm -hmm. God. At as, as close as she could get to the keyboard on her face, weeping to the presence of the Lord. And within five minutes, 
that pain that as she was worshiping God, see that pain was leaving her. There was deep weeping and then it shifted into demonic screaming. So I often see this place of surrender that precedes deliverance and yielding to the love of the Holy Spirit and letting that love come in and heal you. And then as that trauma comes out and that trauma heals, what happens is when the trauma heals from the power of the Holy Spirit, that's the legal route and the doorway that the enemy came in. So when that trauma, that door is closed to the trauma, guess what happens to the legal rights of the devils that came in through trauma? Well, they just lost. Mm -hmm. They lost their roots. Yeah. And I see it. I see it now because I've been seeing this happen over and over. I watch people weep. They get healed in the love of the Holy Spirit. Then they start manifesting demons. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Lord, what is this about healing of trauma and then deliverance? And then I realized it was the trauma not being healed that was giving the legal rights for the enemies to stay. And when the trauma went, the demons had to also go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a bit like the uh, the uh, metaphor of the rock being lifted up and all of the all of the critters scurrying away. Come on. So, yeah. so the bottom line is, guys, the, the darkness is great, you know, in this time. And that's why the light of God is here. Mm-hmm. He has come. This is why deliverance is happening. God is bringing a judgment upon the devil for the darkness that has hit the earth. This is an appointed time that God has chosen. And every child of God. It is the children's bread to be free. It is for the children. It is for the children to be healed and to be free. And guys, I'm telling you, if you need deliverance, now is your time to get deliverance. Mm -hmm. You don't have to wait for another minute. Now is the time. This is Mm -hmm. the season. And Mm -hmm. everyone needs to get completely set free Mm -hmm. so that we're not deceived in the days to come. Jesus Mm -hmm. said the elect could be deceived in the end times. And who knows? It's dark out there and it feels like the end times. It feels crazy right now. We don't know. It could be decades away. We don't know. But right now, I believe this is a decade of deliverance. I actually believe this. I believe that we're going to see an entire move of the spirit of deliverance. It's going to be like the focus Um, throughout history. I want to mention this real quick. And throughout history, there's been like these moves of the spirit that restored things that were lost in the body of Christ. That was to equip the saints. You know, you've got words of knowledge. And that was a big movement, you know, decades ago where it was like all about prophecy, prophecy, prophecy. And we're kind of still riding the tail end of that wave right now. Um, There was the restoration of faith in God's word during the word of faith movement in the 80s. You know, we saw a restoration of the gift of healing uh, back in the 50s. Um, You know, the tent revivals with uh, Oral Roberts and A.A. Allen and Jack Coe and those guys which moved into a a whole healing movement that continued through the 60s. And then we saw people like Catherine Kuhlman step into that. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's been these waves of the Spirit, moves of the Spirit, where gifts of the Spirit have been restored to the body. Mm -hmm. So I feel like we understand heal the sick. You know, we understand that. We focus on healing the sick. The church has always seen miracles and healings. But where is the deliverance? Where are the people casting out demons? And I said, Lord, you are restoring the deliverance ministry so that a fullness comes back to the end of time, that the fullness of everything in his word is coming to a head right now. And we're going to see this movement of righteousness. We're going to see people preach the gospel with, you know, a message of holiness and sanctification, repentance of sin, coming back to the cross, getting water baptized, which people need to do. 
once you come to Jesus, you need to get water baptized. And it doesn't mean you have to do it to be saved, but you need to do it. It is a mm -hmm. gift of the Holy Ghost to bring you into freedom. We see people manifest demons when they come out of baptismal okay, you know, tanks. Well. Like there is a supernatural thing that happens with water baptism as much as communion. Mm -hmm. So this is all being restored. And God is raising up a generation that's going to preach righteousness, holiness, and out of a result of that preaching, people are going to see that I need deliverance. Mm -hmm. And deliverance is going to be a fruit of the message of the cross. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Well, can you can you just pray for pray for people? Um, you know, maybe lead people through however you feel led. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For Jesus to return, guys, the bride has to be ready. We've got to be equipped right now to stand against the powers of darkness. And I want to pray for you to be free first. I want to pray for deliverance for you guys. And then I want to pray that God would activate you in the spirit, that you would be completely set free. And then at the appointed time that you would begin to move in this deliverance anointing for those around you that are broken. Let's pray. Father, I just thank you right now. I thank you, Lord, for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Lord, you know the needs of every person. You know their hearts. You know their struggles. Lord, you know the trauma that has come in in their lives. You know the demonic spirits that have been assigned to their life to try to separate them from your love and from your peace and from your joy. And Father God, I'm asking you right now to send the Holy Ghost as judgment against every demonic spirit, every root of trauma, every open door of darkness and sin. I'm asking you right now to bring judgment on these things in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, I ask you to go to the root of trauma in people by your anointing, Lord, and begin to pull that trauma out of them that they have carried, Lord, for years, or maybe since they were children, maybe since the womb, maybe since birth, Lord, they've carried things. And I, I'm asking you, Lord, go right now into the root of that trauma, and I'm asking you to cut the root in Jesus' name. I'm asking you, Holy Spirit, cut the root of every generational curse right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And I'm asking you, Holy Ghost, to set people free because that is your mission. The enemy came to steal, kill, and destroy, Jesus tells us. But Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. So I speak to the enemy that has been sent to steal, kill, and destroy from your life. And I serve him notice right now. You have no legal rights in the home of Jesus Christ. You have no legal rights in this person's life that has given their heart over to Jesus Christ. You must leave their life. You must stop your assignments. And I command every bit of the fruit of what you're trying to bring to them to be broken. And I cut it off from them now in Jesus' name. I remove from you, friend, every demonic spirit that has come in through the trauma, through the curses, through every root that's been cut right now. I speak to those demonic spirits to leave your life right now. I command them to come up and out of your body. And Holy Spirit, I thank you that you are releasing your anointing right now to deliver the captive, that you're delivering them from the trauma, the pain, and the demonic spirits of oppression that have been trying to steal their life. Fire of the Holy Ghost on every person right now from your head to the soles of your feet. And I just thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're removing things right now. Everything leaves right now. Every spirit of sickness, go. Every spirit of abuse, go. Every spirit of Jezebel, leave now. Every spirit of hatred, go. Every spirit of bitterness, go. Every spirit of unforgiveness, go. Anger has to leave. Sickness has to leave. Infirmity has to leave right now. Division has to go right now. Witchcraft, I break it now. Leave in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Fear, go. Anxiety, go. 
panic leave in Jesus name every demonic curse go in Jesus name friend the fire of God is going to come on you right now and he is coming on you right now as we're praying and the Holy Spirit is delivering you he's delivering you right now it might come up through coughing or yawning or weeping just let it go open up to the Holy Ghost right now let him move on you open up your hands and your heart to him and just say God everything in me just take it right now in Jesus name just yield yourself over to the Holy Ghost say I want all of you Lord I want all of you I want every enemy to leave my life and I want everything you have for me Holy Spirit Holy Spirit fill me now and set me free in Jesus name thank you Holy Spirit as he is touching you guys let us know in the comments what's happening right now you need to check your body right now that pain is gone you need to check for that pain many of you God has healed you of pain and sickness lumps gone from your body uh, immobility issues pain in the joints the backs any kind of uh, places where you've had pain you need to check for that pain right now if that pain is gone I want you to tell us in the comments that it is gone if you had some manifestation of things leaving and you feel that heaviness coming off of you spirit of heaviness go in Jesus name and you feel that leave just tell us in the comments right now what is God doing how is the Holy Spirit moving on you in Jesus name the fire of the Holy Ghost things are happening mm -hmm. right now I know yeah. it's happening people I can are, feel the move. my heart is pounding I'm Shulpa sweating so much yes thank you Jesus mm -hmm. fire the Holy Ghost just everything leaves now everything leaves takes 30 seconds right here guys let the Holy Ghost move breathe him in right now breathe him in things are happening right now and it doesn't even matter it doesn't even matter what you know if we once we jump off the broadcast God might continue delivering you he might take you through levels in a series of deliverance hey this is a deliverance series he might take you through a series of deliverance where you see God move in your life and the Holy Spirit because he's releasing his anointing he will finish the work that he's begun and I want you to trust that right now so as God is releasing the fire God is on you some of you are sweating you're feeling the heat you're feeling the fire you're trembling you're shaking I see the comments coming in as that fire is released on you I want to tell you something it's gonna finish the work it started it doesn't matter how long we stay on it's already begun and it's gonna finish whether it's weeks months or years that God walks you through a journey of freedom mm -hmm. I want you to know something friend he is faithful to finish what he starts so listen to me right now you're receiving the anointing of deliverance you're getting free right now and God is gonna set you free of everything now father as they are getting free hallelujah yawning and tears and heart pounding and your nose is running God is just setting people free look at this I feel lighter and my stomach feels better mm -hmm. hands are warm feeling easier to breathe things are people are yawning your upper back was healed this other person yawning and coughing ears are burning hot look at all of these testimonies coming in this is from Facebook and YouTube manifestation mm -hmm. of him touching your body see God is doing things right now if he healed you you need to tell us you need to testify and give God glory testify to Elijah fire let them know send them emails let them know how God has touched them through these broadcasts so right now I pray as God has got fire on you guys just yeah, continue to receive right now that there be an activation in the spirit that you would go forth and lay hands on the sick that you will see them recovered that you will mm -hmm. see them healed and that if people need deliverance that God would use your hands and your heart and your love to set them free in Jesus name and Lord I thank you we give you all the glory for we know it is you and your anointing alone Holy Spirit that has done this great mm -hmm. work and that is doing the great work through us and we give you all the praise, Lord. We love yes, you. Lord. Take our lives in Jesus' name. Yes, Amen. Lord.
Amen. Look at these comments. Man, I got it. I have never seen. I'm like, (laughs) but I'm trying not to lose it because I knew God did this, but I've never seen it live with this. And it's just like, what an honor. There's no greater honor than being used by the Lord and being touched by the Lord. Amen. Just like, man. Yes. Guys, receive it. And listen, it's the Holy Spirit. Give him glory. It's not us. It's not, we're just facilitators, but it's the Lord. It's his decision to do this for you because he loves you and he's answering your heart and your cry. And you need to continue jumping on this series with us every Wednesday, Mm -hmm. right? 5 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be right here to minister to you. And we're going to build on this teaching. We have new material every week that we're going to give to you. So we're going to teach, we're going to impart, and we want you guys to have the fullness of what he's doing. We don't want to hold anything back from you. Yeah. So share this and get people on here because it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it is actually, it's going to absolutely be awesome. This is part (laughs) one of four. Uh, Next week is going to be a little bit more about what, what is, what is, you know, how do I know I need deliverance or how do we know if somebody needs deliverance? So there's been some people asking a couple of questions regarding that. I wanted to withhold answering those or asking those until next week, next Wednesday. So also, if you know there's something in there that needs to be gone and nothing happened yet, keep coming back. And the amazing thing is that people are still going to be delivered every single episode, which is amazing. Yeah. Uh, Next week, it's actually the heart behind deliverance. Yeah. And it's we're going to talk about the foundational thing you need before you step into deliverance before Mm -hmm. before you even know if you need deliverance we want to talk about we'll hit on who needs deliverance a little bit but i want to give you guys the foundation of the heart behind Mm -hmm. actually doing deliverance which is the most important thing you can have so i just wanted to tell you guys that part yeah it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be so great so this is like a taster this was like laying the foundation and then we're going to build on that. All right, everybody. So follow us on this journey. I can't wait to see what else the Lord does. Jennifer, how can people follow you? Oh my goodness. They can go right here to contagiousloveintl.com, this website right here. And you can find my Facebook and Instagram and uh, whatever else is on there, YouTube and all of that. All right. Well, everybody, the, I think the link, all the links to everything she said is in the descriptions. You can yeah, yeah. obviously go to that website. Yeah, my There's books also are there. Link. So everybody be blessed. Bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today. Thank you.